The Okie Geek Podcast is brought to you by Okie Comics, a bi-monthly anthology publication showcasing the talents of Oklahoma creators with stories featuring Oklahoma. Copies are available at Half Price Books, Edmund Unplugged, Loot and XP, Boarding House, Paseo Plunge, Museum of Osteology, Commonplace Books, as well as your favorite comic book store and nearest library. You can find out more locations and more information at okiecomics.com. Greetings and salutations, my fellow geeks, and welcome to episode 168 of the Okie Geek Podcast, brought to you by Okie Comics. I'm Michael Cross. Once every month, a camp in southern Oklahoma gets infested with zombies. It's all part of an event known as Dystopia Rising, and it gives participants a chance to find out if they can survive in a post-apocalyptic world infested by the undead. Here to talk about it is co-owner of the Oklahoma chapter of Dystopia Rising, Will Lamance. Will, great to have you on the show. Uh, wonderful to be here. <laughs> okay, so talk to me. What is First off, what is Dystopia Rising? Okay, um, so Dystopia Rising is a, uh, a weekend-long event where you get to kind of escape the the real world um we're we're a larp we're a live action role-playing event um we rent out all of that campsite you were talking about right off of lake texoma and from friday night to sunday you and the rest of our survivors exist in a post zombie apocalypse world it's uh it's, it's good times that's wonderful for those who don't know what is larping okay um so as, as, as kids and young adults, we, we've all engaged in like creative play. You know, we've, we've all pretended. Um, and uh, this is kind of an extension of that. Uh, it, the, the difference here being that when you, uh, you know, go bang, I shot you, there's, there's actually rules for it. Um, but ultimately what, what, a, what a LARP is, is it is a a way to collaboratively tell stories with people. Yeah. And, you know, there's, there's a lot of them. They're, they're all over the place. There's, uh, there's, I mean, even in Oklahoma, there's a, a great uh, swath of options for, for LARP stuff. Uh, but for us in particular, the way we, uh, the way we kind of uh, own it, own, own the word, uh, well, own like, what it means to, to LARP and to right. be a, to be uh, engaged in something that's live action. It means that you, you do like, instead of saying I run across the field uh, to, you know, to save my life, you run across the field to, to save your life. And uh, <clears throat> it's, it's kind of great because you can take parts of yourself that you want to, you know, enhance. Like if you want to be more outgoing, it's a great kind of, uh, safe space, a lab, if, if you will, um, to kind of see, you know, what's, what's a version of me that's a little more assertive or what's a version of me that's, you know, uh, you know, um, you know, a survivalist or yeah. a mad scientist or, you know, what, whatever kind of approach you want in your, you know, post-apocalyptic experience. And I'm, so I'm guessing, uh, like it says with, uh, it, it, aerobics are very important. <laughs> <laughs> And like in zombie world, where it's like aerobics is very, very important. Yes, um, the uh, the the zombie land rules would absolutely mm. apply. Zombie land, right? Um, and uh, you know, cardio is mm. 
very beneficial. Um, so prior to this, uh, my pr prior to experiencing Dystopia Rising, I was what they call a, a parlor LARPer. Like I would, I would still do, you know, engage and pretend, and sometimes on a large scale, uh, collaboratively. But it was more kind of negotiated out, or we use like dice, cards, or rock, paper, right. scissors, or something to determine the the randomness. Um, but now, now it's tied into actual physical skill. Um, so it's it's a wonderful excuse for me to kind of get out, be active, mm -hmm. um, and we see you know that that's it's it's been a great opportunity to uh, oh I don't know like. Uh, the f like in the faculty, it's like uh, old old movie reference. It's like, do you run? Only when chased. Only when chased. That's right. And uh, only if my life's in danger. In which case, yes, you you belong here. You, you get plenty <laughs> of opportunity. It, How did you get into it? Okay, cool. Um, that's that's a really good question. Uh, so I've been doing uh, like creative play in one form or another since I found my you know my uncle's like D and D books when I was yeah. a kid, and I wasn't allowed to look at them. Um, <laughs> But uh, as far as the uh, as far as the LARP side of things goes, uh, that's 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 been a minute. Uh, I started doing the uh, the the parlor LARP stuff. And what when, is what is parlor LARP? Okay, sure. that, yeah. Um, so parlor LARP is uh, the, the name kind of provides a hint. Like it's it's usually in in rooms, you know, either in a in a convention center or at, at a hotel or at somebody's like large enough house or backyard right. in which, uh, so for, for Dystopia Rising, we rent, uh, we rent out to Tech Summer Christian Camp. We get the whole thing. Right. It's all us for the weekend. And that's, you know, a hundred plus acres, all the facilities on site. Um, but with a, with, with usually the, the, uh, a parlor LARP, it's a, it's, a smaller footprint. Like mm -hmm. you can still tell like big stories, but instead of me going, it's like, okay, now there's a, there's a horde of, you know, 30 zombies you have to deal with. Right. Um, it would be described. It would be narrated as opposed to with, with us, like they're, they're there they're in the flesh. Having, yes. You are actually having zombies approaching you. Yes. Yes. Um, and uh, so I've been doing that for, since, about 2000? Yeah. Yeah, about 2000. Um, it's almost 20 years thinking yeah, about that. Yeah. <laughs> right? Um, as far as uh, Dystopia Rising, I, uh, a lot of my friends from that community were all about like, Willie, got to get, get, get into this. It's mm -hmm. your thing. Um, because I've always been kind of a, you know, Mad Max, you know, everything falls sure, apart, kind of. Yeah. That's been my jam. Um, and uh, it took me a little while. Took took me a couple of years to actually make it down to the uh, the gate the it's like the third game in the network. There's like 20 games now, okay. but there was one in right outside of Austin, and they're like, you got to come down. And I'm like, that's a bit of a drive. Yeah. Uh, they're like, don't worry about it. It's it's worth it. Um, <laughs> and it absolutely was. And I did that for three years, and I, I live in Tulsa. So ah wow yeah that's, that's a long drive. It's like a to to this to their side, it's like seven ish, eight ish hours. And so you're having to take at least Friday and Monday off just to be able to make it down there and, and back. Usually, yeah. usually. Um, and my, uh, I could get friends to go once, maybe twice, and the response would be, "Let me know when this is closer." Um, and after about 
two years of playing and being part of their uh, like their creative team down there, uh, I decided, yeah, let's do it here. Mm-hmm. And then I I reached out to the people who own the the IP, like the intellectual property that is Dystopia Rising. Right, which is that's out of California, correct? Um, it's out of New Jersey. Okay, uh, so like the. I, I sent you a, a really pretty trailer. Yeah, um, oh, it's gorgeous. And, and, yeah, and that's uh, that's the uh, Dystopia Rising Southern California branch, right. and they've got a lot of talented people. So uh, I'm really fortunate that they're they're cool with letting me like run that. Like when yeah. I when I'm at conventions, I'll have my laptop out, and that video will be streaming. Um, that or the music video that they did. <laughs> yeah, this, yeah. I was I was very impressed with the production. Well, of course, it's Southern California. I'm sure there's no shortage of, of filmmakers who oh, yeah. want to put something like that together. Especially when you're looking at, I mean, it's all there. I mean, all the the the, the setup, the the people, everyone's already made up. So all you have to do is just shoot them, you know, uh, and 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 then piece it together. Yeah, absolutely. Um, there's let's see. So you can definitely tell. When, so there's there's about 20 games right now um, across across the U.S. Mm-hmm. And we all kind of got into this a different way. Like there are people that, um, you know, were previously, you know, one style of LARPer or another. They they might have come from a, a haunter background, like they, they did haunted houses. Okay, yes. Or, you know, maybe they did they did rent fairs or they did something that was similar and this was adjacent. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can kind of tell in their community, like what kind of pops, like in California, they've got a lot of, um, you know, like Hollywood style, like effects people. Yeah. And it, it shows. Now, I'm not going to like, we, Oklahoma, Oklahoma's mm-hmm. got a lot of amazing folks um, with like our, our site, with our, our monster design. Yeah. Like um, we're really fortunate because, uh, you know, this is, it's very much a, it's very much a labor of love. And when people kind of see that you, you, you care about it, they'll, they will also care about it and like, mm-hmm. Hey, I can do this thing. And I'm like, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Let's do that thing. Um, and that's, that's one of the way that, that it just, uh, it's, it's actually possible. You know, which is exactly what the geek idea is about. Yeah. Is it something you just you've you're interested in, and is there an outlet for it? <laughs> yes, there is. Absolutely, yeah, that's wonderful. And you and this is the third season. Is that correct? Uh, so correct. You, so this, is, it, is it a season a full year? A season happens over the course of a full year. Okay. Um, it might uh, overlap with mm-hmm. a year. Like for example, our seasons for for Oklahoma tend to start in September, um, because you know we run out of. Uh, camps that otherwise might have like uh be very active during the summer so we usually go you know september to may right and that's nine events a season and we kind of like to to structure it like a season of television like if you can only make it to one event ever you're still going to have a complete experience you're still going to be able to you know be thrust into the post zombie apocalypse you're still going to have to you know scavenge you're still going to have to fight off you know all the all the threats all the zombies all the mad max style raiders and it's it's absolutely something that you get the entire experience even if you can just make it you know one make it out once right but because we structure it like a season of television uh there's overarching plot threads that will be in every episode and you have you have the chance of participating in that and one of the things i really like about our game um is that the decisions that your character that you bring in Mm -hmm. makes matters right because after 
after every different little chunk of story goes out, we get we get feedback from the people that were portraying those those story characters, mm-hmm. and we we update it and we update like how the story is going. If if uh, and like our our community, our players in particular, are really good about uh, like occasionally throwing us you know curveballs mm-hmm. and stuff that's like completely out of left field. And I think we've gotten the the reputation of being able to field those. Good. So <laughs> they they get a little bolder sometimes. It's like <laughs> uh, because you know with with any kind of story design, yeah, um, you're like okay, here's option A, mm-hmm. here's option B, and you know if you're playing a video game, that that's what you get. Yeah, like that's. You know, if you which get, is always if, the downfall between video games and any RPG, right. whether it's tabletop or live action. Absolutely. In, in a video game, you don't. It's a computer. It's got ones and zeros. Yeah. And so, but in real in real life, in in tabletop or live action, you say, "Well, you're supposed to go over here." Well, yeah, but we want to go to the mountains. Okay, let's All go right. to the mountains. You yeah. know, which you could never do in a computer. So yeah, that's <clears throat> and that's that nails it like right on the head yeah. perfectly because. Um, kind of training our, you know, our players, our participants that mm. they have those options. Uh, sometimes it takes a little, little nudging. It's because folks are used to, you know, like I'm on rails. It's like I get from point A to point B and I'm done. Right. It's like, well, no, your, your character that you bring with you, you know, the, the, there's setting details on the website. Like there's a bunch of different groups and they don't much like, you know, the real world, not everybody always gets along, right. but, on the plus side, all the all of our groups that are fighting are you know completely made up and completely fictional. So you get to fight about fictional things for a weekend, and you know kind of go, you know, oh, I got you, I really yeah. got you. It's like, yeah, you did, yeah, you did, and you get to like share that experience because you're, you know, kind of like actors, uh, like like the MCU, right? Like mm-hmm. everybody loves uh, like Tom Hiddleston's portrayal of Loki because he just owns it, yeah, and it's like. You know he's he's horrible. Like he's <laughs> he's done some horrible stuff, but they're like we love him, and be, because of you know the the buy-in and that that story that's told, and then you get to make like the sometimes you make the heel face turn where the like the bad guy is a good guy for a little while yeah. or, or or whatnot, and them being able to kind of buy in on that scale, um, you know, or not, or just be like. Cool. We want like this 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 A option. We really like that better than anything we could we could think up. Yeah. And sometimes they do that, and sometimes it's all audibles. Like they're all like, no, we nah. We want to do this specific thing, right. not not this other stuff that you've thought up. And also, I guess it also depends on who the leader is at that time. Because if somebody, if the leader, I mean, obviously there's sometimes an actual leader, but sometimes you've got somebody who just stands up to take that leadership role, and he might go yeah. off the rails completely. And uh, so our uh, our our group, um, you can tell who's who's really pushing hard because um, you know different. Just like people, different things might matter more to a particular group on a weekend. Mm-hmm. Like whenever we do like um, like fringe science, like right. you know fictional pseudoscience stuff. There's a group that is way more into that. And whenever we do like the uh, like the setting happens on a post apocalyptic golf course. Um, and uh, there's some people that really care about like the social, like political machinations. Mm-hmm. And when that's the 
when that's the main thrust of the story, all those people that that's their thing are suddenly way more into it. Right. Um, and one of the, uh, then I'm sure you got your group that just wants to beat up zombies. Absolutely. That is, <laughs> that is a completely valid approach. Um, because they are, Consistently present. I'm not going to say like ever, <laughs> ever, right. ever present because you know we we sleep on occasion. Um, don't don't sleep too soundly. Um, but that's that's a really good point. Um, yeah, like it's 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 really cool that everybody that has this uh, this this wide array of things that they they love doing mm-hmm. when they show up, and when you ask somebody, it can be completely different. Um, and you know it's. Uh, it's kind of a cool uh, adventure, just just learning what individual people's things are, right. and then what learning uh, that very often they're like, oh, "I'll go along with you," but like because you're you're one of my teammates or you're in my crew or whatever. Um, but uh, this 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 is like this might not be an, a super interesting thing to them, but they're like, "Okay, cool, yeah, you need us to pick on this guy," or or you know overturn this regime or, or whatever. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's pretty amazing to see all these, you know, different people from, you know, all of this actually outside of the state, all over the state, um, come together and, uh, work as a team as, as players, which it might not necessarily mean they're working as a team as characters. Right. Um, but that's, that's kind of cool because you can have that, you know, butting heads kind of moment, and then, you know, shake hands and have Mexican, you know, Mexican yes. food after, you know, at, at, you know, on Sunday. Yeah. It's, it's, it's about creating a collaborative game. Uh, Absolutely. Much like, uh, cause I, D, I play for Friday nights. I play D and D, uh, to me, that is a way to escape, yeah. uh, from, from the weeks that I've had. And it's nice to be able to get together with friends and we play D and D and it's great. Um, and I'm guessing that's the same kind of thing is that it's been stressful. It's crazy, mm-hmm. you, but you know, for a weekend you get to be a character and do something totally different. Yes. Yes, absolutely. And we have, we have people from all sorts of walks of life. Um, and just being able to make it out to an event and, you know, pretend like have these catastrophic, you know, world ending problems and then just shrug them off at the end of the event and be like, Hey, I helped or, Hey, I made that way worse on purpose. Um, it's, it's really cool. And then you get to take these stories and just like, just like with a D and D group, you, you bring them back and people are like, where'd you get that bruise? Yeah. It's like. Uh, and, uh, it's, and usually it's because they were walking backwards is why they have that bruise. Yes. Uh, don't, don't, don't do that. Um, and, uh, so, so yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's a great opportunity for them to, for them to do that. And I'm really looking forward to our upcoming event, which I don't know when these, uh, it's coming right out next. So, so this will be next weekend was when, I mean, this, I'll be airing this right as soon as we're done interviewing. Oh, so, okay. <laughs> so, so it'll be actually for anyone listening. It's a March 22nd, correct? Yep. And, and that's wonderful. So it's, it's one week from, from basically today that we're recording this, this next weekend. Yep, this upcoming weekend. How many people usually show up for this thing? So uh, it depends. Um, it can be anywhere between, for us, for Oklahoma, it's anywhere between uh, 70 to 110. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's fantastic. Yeah. Has it always been that big, or is it uh, been we've, growing? We've grown. Yeah. We've grown. Um, 
so initially, uh, when we when we first started, we were at a, a site um, right outside of Ponca City called mm-hmm. Camp McFadden, and they were great. They were absolutely wonderful. Um, and there, like we could pr- like our, our probably our lowest attendance would probably like be in the forties or fifties, mm-hmm. um, and we we outgrew them. So you know they were they were lovely people, but we had to find a new spot. And the the folks at uh, Texoma Christian Camp were just absolutely wonderful. Yeah. Like they, <laughs> when when we were trying to find a new site that was big enough for us, um, we had to kind of explain what it is we do. Yes. And so after all the wind up, it's like, okay. So we've told you basically what we do, but there's going to be, it's, it's going to be noisy. I'm like, oh, that's fine. It's like, so to clarify, they're going to be screaming like they're getting murdered, pretend murdered, um, at potentially all hours of the night. And they're like, oh, we've, we've had reunions out here. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's fine. And, uh, they're, they're on site. They're absolutely wonderful. Um, and, uh. It's it's uh, it's super cool to just uh, like have them be a be a part of it. Like they don't like they don't like role play or anything. But right. They, uh, but it's good to have them as a kind of un- watching over the camp itself. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Um, and uh, we so we're an immersive event, that, and and what that means that's the, all that means is when we start game Friday night at ten o'clock. From until we call game when we call game at noon on Saturday or Sunday, mm-hmm. we call game at noon on Sunday. Um, you are in the pretend zombie apocalypse, right. and so that's what you're talking about. You, you're not, you know, you're not in the middle of a zombie fight, scrolling Facebook. Um, you're 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 in it. You know, you're uh, you're you're doing that hustle that you need to survive. And uh, now we've got spaces specifically for folks who need to take a phone call or whatever because, right. you know, babysitters and yes. the like. Um, but uh, it's it's really cool to have a com- like have an entire conversation with someone and it's like just not having access to a cell phone like completely changes like the dynamic of a conversation. Yeah. Um, now I'm I'm tethered to mine pretty much yeah. all the time when I'm when I'm not at an event. Um, but it's it's a it's it's a cool little dynamic shift. Um, but yeah, nice to get away for a little bit from the phone and and, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and, uh, yeah. So yeah, like you said, our next event is this upcoming, this upcoming weekend. Mm -hmm. We run from Friday night to Sunday and, you know, some folks just, uh, day pass, like they come in on Saturday, they play through. Um, and, uh, yeah, we're, we're super looking forward to, uh, we're on the back half of the season. We're we're on the back third of the season. Mm-hmm. Um, we uh, it's gonna give the players options to make uh, some some big choices, and uh, they've they've done really really amazing so far with how they've kind of approached the content and how like they've they've got the the power to shape this world however they want. Like if they if if they want. Team bad guy to you know come out on top. That's totally a thing they can do if they mm-hmm. want team you know team team protagonist to to come out on top also, or you know some some random curiosity over in the corner, which is usually mm-hmm. kind of the you know how you like spend a lot of effort crafting like 
here's my here's the really great you know story hook here's the you know really villainous story hook and here's the here's a weird thing that we just kind of sent out and everybody's like these guys What's the weird thing we love these people <laughs> and, and and you know what if that's what they want which is what you would never get from like television or movies or anything like that yeah because absolutely you can't you know there's a there's a stock way of writing for everybody but when everyone decides that hey we want to go off into a totally different direction that's actually sometimes more fun absolutely and you know because we we try to be very good about uh talking to our our players because they're the people that are you know consuming the event yeah. like they are literally the people we are writing for um and our like our our writer team um they uh we we take plot requests like if somebody's like hey i wrote i i had this really tragic backstory um i want i wanted a way for that to be a thing during the event and uh you know the the, the tragic backstory is all over the apocalypse, um, but that's that's cool because if that's your thing, absolutely. Yeah. Um, because we have people that their primary reason for coming out is to experience, you know, pretend emotions yeah. and kind of kind of run through that, and that's great mm-hmm. um, because I can do that just as well as I can send out a horde of zombies. Sure. You know. Um, so you said you got seventy to uh, one hundred twenty. Is that what you said? To, uh, seventy to one hundred and ten. One hundred ten is, is kind of what we've had this season. And I'm guessing they're not all from Oklahoma because where you're located, I'm guessing there could be people from like Texas coming up as well. So we have folks from you know all all over the place. We have uh, we have Oklahoma folks, Texas folks, a uh, good number of Arkansas people, Kansas. Um, oh, that's wonderful. Those are let's see, some Missouri, and those are our like regular. Uh, attendees and then you know we'll have people from all over the you know all over the network um, show up on occasion like there is somebody that used to play at our game um, that now lives in California mm-hmm. um, and he's uh, I, I saw that he registered for the event I'm like oh cool that's that's fantastic and and he's and he's like bring me drama and I'm like absolutely got it written for you already um, so are all are all the all players are some of them zombies? How exactly does that work? That's that's a really good question. So the the basic structure is that when you uh, sign up for the event, mm-hmm. um, you know it's a it's a Friday to Sunday thing, and four hours out of that event is your you know basically the time that you are part of the supporting cast. So you are the Horde of Zombies, you're the Mad Max style raiders, you're the people that are like, hey, Timmy fell down a well. Right. And, you know, sometimes that's, they need legit help, and sometimes they're cannibals and they want to eat you. Um, <laughs> which, you know, spoiler alert, that's probably going to happen this <laughs> yes, weekend. That's right. Um, so uh, we've, we've got our, uh, we call it our, operation, our operations area, and we have a, a full inventory of, of weapons, uh, Zombie raider costumes, uh, other you know, other other characters, um, so that when we create these stories, we've got the full costuming, we've got the full makeup, we've got the full uh, everything that would need to be uh, would be needed to mm-hmm. execute a story. Um, we have it right there in that room, and we have uh, people who have kind of uh, stepped up to to like do their supporting cast stuff a little different. We, we call them guides. They're, they're a little more experienced. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they'll take something that I wrote 
and be like, okay, uh, I need a horde of zombies and someone that has a broken re- broken leg that's running from the horde of zombies. Mm-hmm. And they, they, they prep them. They make sure that they've got, you know, the right, you know, the right makeup, the right stats, the, the right costuming. And then they go out in the world. They run a story. They come back with the results. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we, we do that. We, 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 on average, we send about three story modules out an hour. Wow. Um, uh, and that's from game on until four in the morning on Friday night. And then from eight in the morning until about two in the morning and then eight to noon on Sunday. Wow. And yeah. And, and then sometimes there's, uh, like these, these wandering threats, like, mm. you know, uh, the, the monsters lurking in the darkness at all hours. And that can, that can be a thing at any point because if it's, you know, if I'm, if I'm up at like five in the morning during an event, I might just monster up and wander the camp waiting for somebody to be all on their lonesome wandering down a, down a trail. <laughs> and that, that's a lovely experience. I'm sure it is. Because you've got to be on the whole time, the entire time. This is going on. It's not oh, yeah. like there's a timeout anytime. I mean, there's spaces where you can yeah. do that. But if you're in the camp and you're in, you're you're playing in this mm-hmm. post-apocalyptic world where you could die at any moment. Yes. Um, and uh, the like the when it like the death stuff, um, like it's it's a never present like the the threat of of conflict and confrontation is is always there, mm-hmm. um, and people. Uh, you brought up a thing that kind of bumps into a thing that I I, was, I remember. Usually when I uh, tell people about this that have never, like, done stuff like this before, they'll be like, oh, I'd be out in, like, 15 minutes, uh, zombies. And which is kind of the trope, right? You get bit, you turn, you're done, yeah. right? Um, and that, well, that's not really a fun experience no. for most folks. Um, so with our with our setting... Uh, since everybody is descended from people who have survived the initial zombie apocalypse, um, nobody's like baseline human anymore. Like a, a bite is not going to take you out forever. You know, getting scratched isn't going to be like, uh, oh, I'm done. Right. Go, you know, going to go look at the flowers. Um, but uh, and also you're stronger, faster because you've lived in this world. You've absolutely. been raised in this world. This is not this is not all of a sudden it's happened to us tomorrow where we're right. not ready for it at all. These are people that have lived and grown up in this world, so they know how to deal with it. Yeah, absolutely. And we, you know, kind of takes a lot of uh, takes some of the elements of, you know, kind of shooters and MMOs like. If you fall down, like if you're in the process of dying, we call it bleeding out. Mm. Um, you got five minutes for your for your pals and you know constituents to pick you back up. Um, if that doesn't happen, then then there's uh, you take you take a death. Mm. Um, but in those five minutes, there's you know that's that's kind of what puts the crunch on, right? That puts the pressure on because mm-hmm. if it's like scratch, oh, they're done. Yeah. Uh, that's 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 a different experience. Like if I was running like a, a one shot kind of like over a handful of hours, cool, we can play that story. But with this, where we want people to have like an adventure, right? Like this is this is an an adventuring kind of circumstance. It's an ongoing campaign throughout the yeah. weekend. So yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, so when that happens, you get somebody to patch you up, and because you know you've got a uh, a variant strain of the infection in you. Um, 
it's it's okay. It means that instead, like if your arms get, arm gets broken, that's a that's a half hour problem max, right. as opposed to you know like having to have it in a cast for you know half a season because that's silly. Yes. Um, and if you get like completely beaten up, you lose all your hit points. You know that that can be fixed in a few minutes. Yeah. You just have to not be in the middle of a fight that's and right. fighting for your life. You have to have time. time. You have to have some have some downtime. Take a long rest and and you'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. Um, and the thing about uh, uh, character death in Dystopia Rising is that um, because everyone is uh, carries a, a version of the the infection with them, um, some different uh, strains of humanity have the ability to come back from the dead more than once. Um, oh, actually, wow. most most do. Mm-hmm. Um, there's very few that only have just the one, and you're done. Um, so. And during that time um, is one of the few times, well, it's the only time during the event which you're going to be sitting one-on-one with one of our story team, and they're going to be discre- like narrating the process. Very very, uh, very Dungeons & Dragons kind of sitting across um, from one of your, your players. Okay. Um, and it's a you know it's an, it's it's a experience that happens. We usually have it in a dark space. We we put a lot of effort into making it being a moment where you get to explore your your characters, you know, internal motivations, their challenges, and this is a like often a catalyst for you know change, either mm-hmm. in a in a in a good direction or a bad direction, you know, depending on how you want to play it. And when they come back, they you know they get to be back. Yeah. And when you create a character for Dystopia Rising, you decide how many times you want to be able to do that. That's very cool. Yeah. yeah. So, so, and then, and then for, and then every now and then for four hours, you are also then uh, the the players are then being support or zombies or mm-hmm. they're they're the uh, the background uh, yeah. of, of of everything else going on. So that way you've got this you have people switching out. Yes. So it's not always so that way you've got a horde of zombies. Oh, yes. That are also at then when they're done with playing their horde of zombies or playing the supportive character uh, the. Um, there's a word that I'm trying to think of for a cat people in the background, but I'll never come up with it. Um, so, uh, but, but they, they, they can do that. And then when that time is up, then they're, they're back into playing their characters. Yeah, absolutely. And one of the things I always liked about it when that was a thing that I did as, as a player in, in Texas, um, is it also kind of let you peek behind the curtain Yeah. because sometimes when, you know, when you're sitting across the table from your DM or when you're, you know, playing a playing a video game and you're like, there's so many things that are missing. Like I don't I don't know these like all these details. And then for four hours out of your event, you get to see all those little moving pieces That's that are designed to be like, okay, we're gonna try and get this kind of emotional response from the players. That's why we're gonna send out this particular story. Um, or, you know, it's you know, it's Everybody's just kind of sitting around, so now it's time to send out a fight, get everybody you know up and active, um, and uh, yeah, it's uh, it's that chance to kind of know how it's all getting done, mm-hmm. and know that there's like a greater like structure to it, um, and and I really I really liked that uh, because it was w- learning how to do it um, actually make made me more more interested in you know being an owner i was wondering do people who who do end up doing that who get a chance to peek behind the curtain they go well maybe i want to do more of what you're doing uh have you had some people join your writing team that have gone you know i i instead of just being the character maybe i do want to dungeon master this for game master the the absolutely absolutely so is there a name for the person who who runs the event like a game master uh so really uh 
all the all the people that are helping are guides. Like I'm okay, guides, like when yes. when I am when I am at the event, I'm I'm a guide. Um, I'm also, well, I mean, I'm also a, a co-owner, but um, there are our our writing staff. Like we have a paid writing staff. Like that's wow, that's, great. that's that's not a thing that most most uh, most LARPs or hobby things will no. will be able to you know say. And I I'm really proud of it because we've got a a great group of folks. Um, and absolutely what you said, like some people are like, Hey, you know, is this a thing I can do? And I'm like, absolutely. I have people that, um, have written one story for me once. And then I have, uh, people that have, you know, cranked out, you know, just reams and reams of paper. Uh, and those, those folks, um, like I'm always trying to, you know, encourage them to like, if there's other events, like we have people that write for some of the other events as well. Mm. Or, um, you know, if somebody's like really good at like pulling on heartstrings and making like emotional stories, I mean, might, might be like, oh, hey, like Kelsey's really good at this kind of story. Um, how do I get, you know, that? And I'm like, I can, I can just be like, hey, I need I need this story yeah. from, you know, back on the East Coast. And then then it happens. Um so we've we've got a wonderful writer te- writing team, um, and it's it's nice because it's like they do what they want to do, right? Um, we'll create somewhere in the range of eighty uh, self-contained stories per weekend. Oh wow! Um, wow! Yeah, <laughs> uh, and there and it's getting to the point where. I'm not writing most of them anymore, uh, which the first couple of seasons I couldn't say, um, you know, but uh, that that's more of a me learning to, to delegate and, yeah. and, and, and trust my people because uh, they are, they're fantastic. Mm-hmm. They're fantastic. Um, yeah. So actually we have uh, writer uh, submission guidelines on our website um, or you can just hit us up on our socials and I'm happy to like walk anybody through that. Um, because, you know, there's, there's people all over, all over gaming that, that write for DR. Um, and you know, sometimes it's a, it's a, it's a onesie twosie thing, but it's, it's always an experience. And if you want to like a writing credit and somebody that will help you, uh, shape your, your stories, um, because I, I need it to be executable. Sure. Um, and has to work. Yeah. Has to work. And, you know, I've worked with, you know, a lot of our folks to get to that point where they can consistently produce executable stuff. And like, I barely, like there, there's a handful, there's, there's a number of folks that I, I barely even need to look at their stuff anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I need, it's like, I need something that'll make people cry that, you know, or I need something that will terrify people, or I need something that will make people feel good about themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, or I need this, you know, uh, we need to explore this, this faction in the setting, you know, let's, let's find out why they exist or, um, let's find out if they're really good guys or if they're really bad guys. Um, and we've got good people for that. That's awesome. So, okay. So no one's, so for somebody who is going to show up this weekend, never done it before. What, what do you tell them? What, how do you, how do you get them ready for this weekend? So, uh, my, my advice is show up, Bring an outfit you're okay getting dirty. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I avoid like screen printed t-shirts and stuff like that. Um, but honestly, just an outfit 
that you're okay getting messy because uh, don't don't sweat too much about like having a perfect you know screen accurate you know wasteland weekend appropriate costume. Um, we have a lot of fantastic costumes, but you know first, second, third game out, they were they're rocking what they had. Yeah. Um, so we have we have loaner weapons and, and, and equipment and stuff for people who are new. So don't worry about how to learning how to make a contact safe LARP weapon. Great, you'll do but, that later on once you get into this. Yeah. Yep. Um, our, uh, you know, bring bring bedding, bring bring something, bring food for yourself, bring you know, bring water, toiletries, because we've got 108 bunks on site. Um, there is AC, heat, showers, toilets. Oh, that's uh, there's, great. There's, there's a kitchen on site. Um, so, you know, uh, come on out. Um, it's, it's, it's 20 bucks for the first event. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, that, that takes care of everything. Just make sure you bring, you know, clothing because right. yes. that's useful. Um, and what you would normally pack for a camp if you're yeah. going to go to a camp. Yeah, absolutely. Um, because we've got the, like, it's, it's the apocalypse, mm-hmm. but it's it's the pretend apocalypse. <laughs> yes, it is. So you know we've got running water, um, and uh, and all of that. So we we have people. Well, myself among amongst others help folks like make make their new characters, mm-hmm. um, because it's it's kind of funny because with with DR, um, either you've got experience with doing role play ga- role playing games or, or not, and that's fine. Um, the the character creation process is designed designed to be like quick and fairly to the point and, and simple, mm-hmm. um, and for some folks, like it's like and that's it, like I pick this thing and I pick this thing and these other things and I'm done. It's like yeah yeah that's it. Um, so mostly uh, like character creation and stuff like picking a strain. All the st- strains are d- designed around. Uh, basically cosmetic approaches. Like mm-hmm. there's ones that, you know, wear lots of scarves. That's their thing. There's ones that look kind of like, uh, who, that are, you know, irradiated and horribly, horribly burned. Um, and kind of, kind of like ghouls from fallout. Right. Um, and those are the people who either want to wear a mask all game or, uh, or really, really like heavy makeup. Yeah. Um, or, you know, there's, uh, you know, and then there's people that, you know, if you want to wear, uh, a bunch of bright colors. There's a, there's a strain for that. If you wanna, you know, look like a war boy from from Mad Max, there's a strain for that. Um, and honestly, like, you know, you have some people that approach it from like the mechanics, like what's what's the most bang for my buck? Yeah. Um, and then you have other people who's like, I like this kind of costuming, and or this this kind of story. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's room for, for all of those folks. That's great. So you have some that were like scientists, some that were mm-hmm. doing so. So if they choose to go in that direction, they could, they, you know, it'd just be a different style of what you're doing for the character. It's kind of yeah, like, absolutely. You, again, with your RP, like regular tabletop, you, you're choosing your, your races or your classes. And it's just kind of the same thing, but for you guys, it's, it's gotta be very simple. Yes. And it's kind of, if, if you've ever done like, a massively multiplayer online role-playing game. Uh-huh. It's very s- similar. Like we start you out and you're going to have like your your body, which is how many points of damage you can take. Yes. You have your mind, which is how many, like it's, it's for skill activations for specific things. And then you have anywhere between two and four skills. Okay. And it's not too much, but it's not, you know, so little that you're you're starved for things to do. So, 
you know, and as you progress, you can pick up a handful of things and oh, events. Cool. Um, and you, you learn stuff. So you don't need to know the entire book when you show up to the first mm -hmm. event. You just need to know a handful of things, which I can, you know, pitch, pitch to somebody in like 15, 20 minutes. And, you know, then you can go. And when somebody goes, um, slaughter 50 body, and you're like, what does that mean? You just put your hand on your head, you know, uh, and then you go clarify what's that mean. And then they'll go, oh, okay, here's what that means. And you're like, oh, okay. And then you fall on the ground because that's, that's a lot of damage. Because <laughs> um, you like 50 hit points of damage. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. Uh, so, so, so you start at 5 o'clock, right? So our, that's when people start arriving, and then you start at 10. So during that time, I'm guessing, that's when you're orienting people to the whole thing. Right. So um, our, our site opens up at 3 o'clock, and that's when people can start arriving and like setting up their bunks and setting up their props. Um, Check-in starts at about five. So if you've, uh, if you've bought an advanced ticket, um, you can just walk in, grab your sheet, wave high and go wait until it's time to start the game. Um, you can also get your stuff on site and we, you know, that's, that's fine. Um, but, uh, as early as five, you can pick up your stuff, uh, your, your character sheet and stuff like that. And then at nine o'clock, we have our opening announcements. We, you know, we do a quick spiel about, uh, you know, the, the rules, the expectations for that weekend, if there's any re weird weird rules that weekend, um, as far as role play stuff goes. And, uh, you know, then remind everybody to get their cars off, off site. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, at, at 10 o'clock, we, we go and we're live. And um, usually we spend the first uh, hour, 45 minutes, uh, focusing on the the people that are new to site mm -hmm. the this, this is their first dr event um and we we run through like a a new player uh, module where they get to go oh, and like cool. you know learn their skills and like apply it and actually actually hit people with with foam sticks um uh, because just like me the first time i had to do it i'm like really i'm i'm, I'm like kind of hesitant hitting, hurting somebody yes. yeah um because i didn't like come from a, a background of like doing a lot of foam fighting mm. um when i when i first got into it um but you know and then the the entire space is is alive and active and threats can be anywhere um and uh then it's it's go time at 10 and then from 10 until noon on sunday you're you're in it that's amazing. So you brought some of these uh, these things. Yeah, um, yeah. These are these are just some of the props from the the event. And you okay? So, and I've got to make this holding like a sword uh, with some spikes in it. And I got to say, it's really a lot lighter than it seems like it should be. Right. And so this when this gets when this hits somebody, it doesn't really hurt that much. But you know that you've made contact. Correct. You, you as the as the guide can go. Okay, you've scored a certain amount of points on this. Oh, that's 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 a really good question. Um, so the way uh, the contact safe combat works yeah. is that uh, you know your personal stats. You know, like, okay, I got 10, 10 hit points, 10 right. body. Um, and when somebody's swinging that, they're going to tell you, they're going to, when every time they swing it, they're going to tell you how much. Like, mm -hmm. if it's just a starter weapon, it's going to be like two, 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 two. Yeah. And if you feel you have, they have made contact with you, 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 you count it. Right. So it's very much, very much an honor system thing. Um, so, you know, if you've like, you know, if they're, if you've got 10 hit points and they tag you five times, it's time to, you know, take You're a down. knee or throw mm -hmm. yourself, you know, dramatically on the ground. 
Um, we've got both kinds. And, you know, start uh, start screaming for help because yeah. you got five minutes. The clock's ticking. And at that point, they, your, your buddies have got to either staunch your wounds, get you out of there, do, do whatever needs to be done to protect you. Otherwise, you're going to start bleeding out. Yep. And, uh, you know, it's uh, when... So for, for, for that weapon, that's, uh, that is a, uh, it's a chain sword. It's, oh, okay. uh, that, that's actually a store-bought prop. Um, it's, uh, it's latex, uh, foam injection, uh, molded foam. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's super pretty. I, I love it. <laughs> it's great. Um, but, uh, we've also got some, you know, some really basic stuff that, um, can take a lot of abuse. And, you know, I'm, I'm completely fine loaning out to, to folks. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, yeah. Like it's, it's a lot lighter than you expect. Yeah. Um, because the goal isn't to like knock somebody's head off their shoulder. You don't it's, want anyone to actually physically hurt. Right, right. Right. No, we can't really kill the zombies because right. then we're, we're going to run out of people real quick. Um, yeah. uh, so part of that is that, uh, you know, it's, it's very active, like, cause you're, you know, trying to not get hit and you're trying to like make contact with the other person. Um, so it's very active and it's very engaged, but as long as you're not walking backwards, which is a thing I'm going to say several times, um, as long as you're not walking backwards, you're, you know, you're probably not going to get hurt, yeah. you know, uh, cause it's, you know, it's they're, they're, they're foam. Like they, they can look really gnarly, you know, which um, is the point you want it which to is look abs- real, which right. is absolutely, absolutely great. Cause I, I like, I like those pictures. Yeah. yeah. You, okay. So safety, cause you're talking about walking backwards. Um, I'm guessing one of the things you talk to people about is safety because absolutely. that's gotta be a big deal there. Tell yes. me about what, what you tell people. Okay. Um, so as far as safety, um, we've got a, uh, number of spots around the site that are illuminated, you know, like to make sure that you, you avoid. So if you see red light on the ground, um, don't run around that yeah. or, or avoid it. Um, and, uh, you know, the, uh, with, with the, uh, the contact safe weapons, there's, uh, sometimes you'll hear check your swings. And all that means is you were, you got a little excited and you swung a little hard. Yeah. Um, but thankfully, you know, even if you, 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 you swing too hard, there's probably not going to be any damage. It's more of a, uh, more of an etiquette thing. Yeah. Um, and for, for me, like the main safety challenges are making sure people don't walk, try to fight backwards or mm-hmm. fight into things, um, which is kind of like the whole, like the uh, supporting cast, the zombies, the raiders, all that. Also being players, them not wanting to walk you into like a bush yeah. or into like a, a tree or, you know, somebody else that's, they can kind of, be aware of their surroundings when they're fighting you. Um, Cause it's just a, it's just a natural inclination. It's like, I'm fighting this thing and it's gaining on me. I don't want to be here. I'm going to try and uh, kite this thing. I'm going to mm-hmm. try to run away and yeah. fight it. Yeah. Um, yeah. D- Cause you can't see what's don't. going on, but you've got to be able to see there mm-hmm. are roots, there's trees, there's, yep. there's all this stuff behind you that if you're not looking at it, you're going to run into. Yes. And one of my advice, my, my advice is usually, Walk where you can see. Yeah. Um, so definitely, my one of my one of my great ones is bring bring light. And when we say light, we use red light um, because it does the least damage to your night vision. Right. Um, so during the event, you know, like if you've got something that emits red light, bring it and use it because um, you know, like 
more more light is better. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're if you're worried about like you know killing the the immersion or the scariness, don't worry about that. I got that covered. Right. Um, I want you to be able to see your feet because if I do send something scary after you, or if you do encounter something horrible in the woods, um, I want you to be able to see to fight it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so staying hydrated is super important. Mm-hmm. Um, especially as we get closer to summer. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. And like also, uh, being cold and being like, uh, underhydrated is deceptive. Yeah. Like it's really deceptive. It sneaks up on you. Cause you're like, oh, I haven't been sweat. I haven't been sweating, but you're, you know, you're depleted. Yeah. Um, so hydrated, make sure you eat. Um, that's a thing I have to remind myself personally. Mm-hmm. Um, and some people will be like, you know, they'll see me in, in operations and be like food. I'm like, fine, fine. I'll eat. Um, I don't have time for food. Well, and you know, I've, I've been that guy. I've totally been that guy. And you know, uh, I need, you know, self-care is super important. Like we, we push that and we make sure that make sure you're you as a person as a person portraying a, a fictional entity, make sure you're okay. Yeah. Like I am totally cool scaring, uh, scaring your character to death. But if you happen to be like, I don't know, arachnophobic and I bring a bunch of giant spiders into town, um, you are totally cool going, putting your hand on your head and going, Nope, sorry, can't. Yeah. And walking away because there's a difference between like me scaring you with something and like you bumping into a phobia. Right. Like, um, and if, doing any kind of psychological damage to your, yeah, your actual self. This is not, you're not supposed to walk away psychologically damaged. No, this no. is supposed to be fun. Yeah. And like, however, like having that, it's like, Oh, my character was so messed up from that. Like, and then they had to see so-and-so, you know, uh, like then they had to see their best friend eaten alive. And then they're, you know, ta- they're across from that person yeah. tell sharing that story. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, like there's there's some really beautiful ones. Uh, they're, they're just all like jumping through my head right now. But as, as far as safety goes, light, watch where your feet are going, stay hydrated, um, continue to eat food, get enough yeah. sleep. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, so I understand like the fear of missing out is, is real. Like right. we, we run scripted, like we have stuff going out constantly until four in the morning that Friday and until two in the morning that Saturday. But if you're done, if you're like falling over in your chair or, you know, you're falling asleep in the middle of a fight, go to bed. Yeah. It's okay. Cause then you were going to be able, be able to pick, pick it back up when you wake up and yeah. everything will be yeah. fine. But yeah, don't, don't, cause it's, it's supposed to be an entire weekend thing. So yes, you gotta pace absolutely. yourself, I'm guessing. Absolutely. And so part of that is, uh, we, we try and communicate out when like, very we'll we'll communicate out when some of the like different events are going to be happening. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, this group's coming into town. So they put a flyer up, um, you know, or this group, uh, like, you know, some group of like this group of bad guys is calling out, you know, this, this other group of, you know, players, they'll, they'll be in town around this time. So if there's like really important critical stuff that might be very niche, we try and call that out. Mm -hmm. Um, and if players have like engaged with us to create story elements for themselves, they've got to, they don't know exactly when it's going to be in the world, but they have a good idea. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if they need to like hop off site and go grab food yeah. or, you know, 
cook lunch or whatever, or just take a nap. Mm-hmm. They can do that because it's... So they can set themselves up to be in the storyline that they want to be in. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, we have, we have folks that sometimes it's very, a very simple premise. It's like, I want my character to be more scared. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, yeah, cool. Um, or like, I want this specific person for my character's background to show up and I, I want it, I want it to be, uh, very emotional. And while those are very different, uh, guidance, very different directions, um, we, you know, we build them and execute them in very similar ways. That's really cool. How how much does it cost to go? It's 20 bucks for the first event. Um, it is 50 after that. Okay. Um, but that takes care of us being able to pay for the site. It's mm-hmm. a beautiful site. Um, our, our props, our, our monsters, all our weapons, um, our, our advertising. <laughs> and $20 for the first event, does that mean for the, for the weekend? Whole or? weekend, yeah. Okay, so the first time you show up, it's twenty dollars. First time you and show then up, twenty bucks. The next time it's fifty dollars yep. because you're you're reusing characters. You're 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 coming back. That's still an amazing price for an entire. It weekend. really is. It really is. I don't know any camps that I'm, I'm sending my son to camp this summer. It's nowhere near that <laughs> right. price. Um, that's a fantastic. So what? So uh, you've you've you got people showing up, um, and they don't have to worry about a character. You guys are going to work them walk them through that whole thing if yeah. they've never been there before. And honestly, if they want to take care of that stuff early, um, we have. We have content on our website. We have a free copy of our rule book in PDF. I printed off a whole bunch of this stuff too. Yeah. <laughs> if, if you want to dive through it, you totally can. Yeah. If you want to come in, come into game and be like, I just need to know this stuff. I need to know that is totally cool because that's that's totally how I started yeah. with with DR. Um, I was like, what should I play? And I, I asked my my friends that were playing. Um, and if you don't have friends that are playing, just hit us up in the Facebook group mm-hmm. and like, uh, what should I play? And people will ask, well, what do you enjoy? Like. Do you enjoy like being active? Do you enjoy like do you do you really like Indiana Jones? Do you like, you know, doing that, you know, uh kind of exploring and, you know, learning stuff? Do you like do you like mysteries? Do you like puzzles? Puzzles, yeah. Do I you think like that's gonna be too, yeah. Absolutely. Do you like hitting things with a stick? <laughs> Got got something for you that's fantastic and so if uh they 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 want how do how do people find out about you where, where are you located okay um so we are our, our website is dystopiarising um we are also on facebook and instagram as dystopiarising oklahoma mm-hmm. and we've we've got a facebook fan page and we've got a facebook group um, the group is where we'll post like our community stuff. Like when, if somebody's going to hold a, like a crafting day where they show people how to do the, the costume distressing or show people how to make like the contact safe weapons, uh, that'll be in the group, not necessarily in the page. Cause the page is more like, um, like advertising focused and mm-hmm. like hype. Um, but, uh, yeah, do that's you do Twitter. Is, do you have anything? I don't have a Twitter. At the get moment. you a Twitter account. They're always cool. Okay. <laughs> oh, all right. I'm, I'm in. Um, and so, so really it's just about showing up and I'm guessing that even if you go by yourself, you're going to make friends and, and like I'm guessing friends that you keep for, for a very, very long time. Yeah, absolutely. So one of the things I really like about the, uh, the design of this game is it's, deliberately pro uh, social interaction. Um, you can have somebody that has played since the very first game nine years ago at the the New Jersey site mm-hmm. at, where the very very first thing happened and have played consistently and traveled everywhere. You can't do everything. Like there is a limit 
on. So every character gets three professions up up to mm-hmm. you don't start with them, um, but there's uh, kind of a a limit on how much you know people can can get to. So there's uh, you need someone you. If if you're like, well, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna be the best at beating people up. Okay, awesome. That's super cool. But you need somebody that can make your equipment better. You need somebody that can fix that when it falls apart. Right. You need somebody that can patch the holes that get put in you. Um, you need somebody that can you know provide you know meals that provide buffs and you know all this all this other stuff. And it's it's all designed so that no one person can do everything and that. Every single person can contribute in a, uh, in some way to other people's stories. That's fantastic. So tell other people that just show up this, this, uh, yeah. this Friday between sometime between three and five is when you open it up. And then by 10 o'clock, you start running the whole thing. And yeah, absolutely. Uh, just fun uh, for the weekend. Right, right. Uh, bring, bring something you're okay getting dirty. And, uh, you know, we'd love to see you out. And we've got, uh, yeah, we've got, uh, we, we run until May. Um, for this season. So if, if a week's too soon, that's okay. Hit us up mm-hmm. and we will, we will work on getting you to our, our next event. And the calendar's on the website at yep. dystopiarisingok.com. I saw that, that you've got the schedule April. There's one also coming up in April as well. So, yep. Uh, April, May, and, uh, you know, we, uh, then we will be starting back up in September. Um, we're working on those dates. Uh, once we get them finalized, we'll get them published. But uh, yeah, we're it's the uh, this is the back half or back third of the season. So there's going to be a lot of uh, a lot of excitement, uh, a lot of uh, a lot of cool reveals that are coming. So even if you're just now getting into it, there's a way to be a you know substantial contribution to the to the story and you know have some fun yeah the other players i'm sure will be there to go here let me catch you up on what just happened what's been happening so, yeah, yeah yeah and that's 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 a part of that's a part of it like yeah. every every event is self-contained like mm-hmm. for example this event that's coming up it's all about uh basically uh famine that that has been kind of hit yeah. hit the hit the wastes um and it's 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 an interesting take on famine because it's not because everything's like shriveled up and blown away. It's like the people that were preparing, you know, every like harvesting all the food and all that, they've disappeared or they've they're sick. Oh. Um, so there's that big question mark that some of the players from the last event probably have a pretty good idea of where everybody went. Mm-hmm. Um, but as the event unfolds, everybody's going to figure out that mystery and going to have a chance to address it or not or capitalize on it. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Fantastic. Will, thank you so much very for, welcome. For, uh, for coming by. That's amazing. And uh, boy, we wish you all the luck this, this weekend. And I, I know for future weekend is going to be just an absolute blast. So thank you. Everybody ch- check out, check that out at uh, dystopiarisingok.com and on your Facebook pages. All right. Fantastic. Thank you, Will. Thank you very much. That's going to do it for our show. You can find us on our brand new home with our podcast friends at mostlyharmless.media. Also on Twitter and Facebook at Okie Geek Podcast. That's also the address for our Gmail account. Would love to hear from you. And uh, do you or someone you know have an event coming up? Please let us know so we can talk about it on our show. You can find us on Apple Podcasts. Be sure and subscribe, rate us, and leave a comment. And uh, you can find me on the web at uh, on Twitter at KOSU. Michael C. Until next time, along with Will Lamance, I'm Michael Cross, reminding you to keep calm and geek on.